Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tuesday morning, February the 4th in 2020. Here on Winter Eyes, we look at the lectionary each week, and so we're in year A of the lectionaries uh, cycle, and we're in the fifth Sunday after Epiphany. And on Tuesdays of the week, we like to look at the psalm for the week. And today we're in Psalm 112, which is a psalm that's linked together with Psalm 111, Psalm 112, Psalm 113. They're psalms of blessing. And so I will read the passage this morning, provide a couple of points of reflection, then I'll pray along its theme. As we face our day together on Winter Rise, thanks for making us part of your morning. Let's allow our souls to rise to meet God together in prayer. Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in His commands. Their children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for those who are gracious and compassionate and righteous. God will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. Surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered forever. They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. They have no fear. In the end, they will look and triumph on their foes. They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their horn will be lifted high in honor. The wicked will see the vex and be vexed, and they will gnash their teeth and waste away. The longings of the wicked will come to nothing. This is the word of God for us. Let me offer a couple points of reflection this morning over Psalm 112 before we turn to a time of prayer. Psalm 112 is one of those acrostic psalms, so they take the Hebrew alphabet and they start with the first letter, Aleph, and Uh, They go all the way through the Hebrew alphabet with the first line of each, first letter of each line being the Hebrew alphabet. Uh, This is because they wanted this to be a psalm of memory. They wanted uh, their young all the way to their old to have have a psalm built on the apparatus of their alphabet in order to remember the goodness of God. And what we see is uh, this, this psalm starts off with an interesting paradox that was at the center of devotional thought for the Hebrew people. On the one hand, the psalmist says, blessed are those who fear the Lord. And so there is a reverence, there's an awe, there's even a healthy dose of fear that's within the heart of the worshiper as they approach God. But they don't stop there. The second half of that verse is, who finds great delight in his commands. And so fear and delight go hand in hand. Many of us would think that fear would cause someone to be paralyzed, but delight added to the equation paints a different picture. Delight means to uh, uncover and to be surprised uh, with joy or, or love for something. It's a, The picture that I always use is imagine uh, a fifth grade kid who's been who's got a crush on a girl and he wants to show his love for her so he pulls all these flowers or things that look like flowers out of the ground and he sneaks up behind her and he tries to spring his love on her all at once. That's what delight means. And so the worshiper of God is one who fears, who understands that God is God and we are not. But they're also curious. They're eager. They're animated with enthusiasm 
for what God might do. They're not paralyzed, but they're stoked in their imagination to find out more. And so that's what uh, brackets the rest of the conversation, the rest of the psalm in Psalm 112. And so there's all these promises about the person like this, about their children, about what they do with their wealth and their riches, that even in the midst of darkness, light dawns upon them. There's a certain favor that follows them. And it says that even they will fear, have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. And so here we are in this anxious political moment. It's a politically charged week ahead of us in our culture. What a promise for us that those who fear God and who delight in God don't have to be worried about the news that's out there. Don't have to be wringing our hands for what might happen next. We don't unplug from the world. We don't just throw it behind us and say, well, it'll run its course. I'm going to do my own thing. No, we're still invested. We're still eager to find out what is faithfulness in this hour. But we're not, we're not paralyzed by fear. But we are animated by hope that's out there, that we're leaning forward as we approach uncertain days. And so I want that to be our prayer this morning. That as we approach uncertainty today, maybe it's micro-uncertainty in our lives. Uh, maybe there's a, a tense meeting ahead. Maybe there's a challenge ahead for us today. That we lean into it with great enthusiasm. Or maybe it's the macro-uncertainty uh, that's in our culture around us. Uh, I pray that we're the most helpful voice in the room today. That when everyone else is saying passive-aggressive things underneath their breath, those who are posting outlandish things that Russian bots are putting in to our Facebook timelines in order to fear monger, that we'd resist it and say, no, no, that's not good news. I want to be a person of good news today. So I want to pray that we would be animated with enthusiasm for God's work in our world today. So let's spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that you're a good God. I thank you that you hold us in your hands, that no one will ever be able to take us from you, that we are safe and secure. God, I thank you that the Holy Spirit's our counselor. He's our advocate. He comes along beside of us, and he leads us today. I thank you for the command of Scripture that tells us to keep in step with the Spirit. God, we seek guidance today. And we thank you that our hearts are capable to hold a paradox and attention. That we can fear you, but we can also delight in all the, who you are and what you do. And so, God, I pray that our hearts would swell this morning along those two extremities. God, I pray that we would trust you as God, but that we would not hide from you or hide from others or hide from the world. God, I pray that we would be animated with enthusiasm to run into the middle of the world, the world that you care about and love, and to be your people. God, there's uncertainty all around us today. There's uncertainty on our own personal task lists and our own schedules and calendars. There's uncertainty in the world around us. Uh, there's finger pointing. There's naysaying. There is accusation returned with accusation. There is revenge. There's retribution. There are those who want a pound of flesh. There are those who want to judge harshly those whom they think are guilty. God, this, this world is animated by quite the uncertainty. The ground seems to be moving underneath our feet. We've got to think that you're a steady rock, that you place us on a high place, that we are secure, that we'll never be forsaken. So God, with that truth in mind, I pray that you would fill us with your spirit once again, that there would be a spirit of unity among your people, that we'd be people who are, who are grateful, who have a gratitude in our hearts. And God, I pray that we'd be then eager to serve others around us. So give us the spirit of servanthood. Allow us to have the mind of Christ. Allow us to be animated with optimism for the day that's in front of us. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.